Good morning, this is Roxanne Roxette coming to you with another podcast. Um, Today, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Um, Blessings to you and your family. Um, I hope all is well with you. And I would like to pray today. Psalm 4. Um, Answer me when I call to you, my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. The Lord hears when I call to him. That's verse three. So he's letting you know he hears you. Um, And this is very comforting. This is extremely comforting. Um, Tremble and do not sin. When you are on your beds, search your heart and be silent. So he's telling us to meditate. When you are on your beds, search your hearts. So we have to search our hearts. Um, Offer the sacrifices of the righteous and trust in the Lord. We have to trust in the Lord. Um, Verse 6 says, Many, Lord, are asking, Who will bring us prosperity? Let the light of your face shine on us. Fill my heart with joy. When their grain and new wine abound, in peace I will lie down and I will sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Um, Psalm 5 says, Listen to my words, Lord. Consider my lament. Hear my cry for help, my King and my God. For to you I pray. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and I wait expectantly. See, we have to be expectant of God. We have to lay our requests before the Lord and wait in expectancy. So are you expecting God to do that? Are you waiting and expecting that? Or do you just pray and think, okay, that's it. He might hear. I don't know if he'll hear. No, we have to have confidence and expectancy. We have to expect that God is going to show up. Verse 4 says, For you are not a God who is pleased with wickedness, With you, evil people are not welcome. So we have to have confidence. He's going to take care of the wicked. We don't have to. He is going to deal with that. He sees everything. Okay, verse 5 says, The arrogant cannot stand in your presence. He does not like arrogance. It says, You hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies. The bloodthirsty and deceitful, you, Lord, detest them. But I, by your great love, can come into your house. In reverence, I bow down towards your holy temple. Lead me, Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me. Not a word from their mouth can be trusted. Their heart is filled with malice. Their throat is an open grave. With their tongues they tell lies. Declare them guilty, O Lord. 
Let their intrigues be their downfall. Banish them for their many sins, for they have rebelled against you, Lord. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them that those who love your name may rejoice in you. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. That's uh, Psalm 5. So I wanted to read those to you. I wanted to encourage you and show you the power in the Psalms. Um, There's power in God's word. There is extreme power. You know, as I tell my children, you may not see the spiritual war around you, but nevertheless, you are in a war. You are continuously in a war, a spiritual battle for your soul. Continuously. The Lord says that Satan roams the earth seeking whom he may devour. Whom he may devour. We have to say, you may not devour me. We have to fight back. We have to defend ourselves. There's continuously things coming at us in this world, and we will have to fight. We we are going to have to be fighters. You know, we cannot be victims. We are victors. I, I do not like the victim mentality. I'm not a victim, no matter what has happened to me in my life. And I have been through some things. I have been through many things. But I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. I'm an overcomer. I'm a perseverer. I persevere through things that are very difficult, that you can almost lose your life, but you still fight. That's the point we need to get. We have to choose life. We have to choose to live our life and not just exist. And I want you to do that. I want you to persevere. I want you to overcome. I want you to fight through every wall, every brick wall that is in front of you. I want you to keep chiseling away until something lets loose and you're free. You understand? I want you to fight. This is a fight and you know it's a fight. I don't have to tell you it's a fight. You know you're in a battle. You're in a continuous battle of the mind, of the heart, of the soul, other people coming at you continuously against you. Some people don't have friends. Some people are lonely. Some people lost a spouse. They they lose relationships continuously. Some people don't have relationships with their children. We want to rebuild those relationships. We want to mend all those broken spots in our heart, all those broken things. But how do we do that? How do we begin to do that? Bitterness is dangerous. Unforgiveness is so dangerous. It's the danger zone. Beware. We have to just let it go. Wipe it clean. That person did that to me. I'm not offended. I know that they did it because of who they are, but not because of who I am. I can be whoever I want to be. And I choose to be a woman of God. I choose to be in Christ. I choose to speak his word. I choose to speak to those things that are not as though they were. I am not in poverty. I am blessed with wealth. 
I have wealth beyond anyone else's understanding because I have the wealth of God in me. We have to speak those things. There's power in his word. He said life and death is in the power of the tongue. What is your tongue saying? Is it speaking curses all day long? Is it speaking curses over your family all day long? Or is it saying, my children are blessed. They are blessed in the city. They are blessed in the country. They're blessed when they come and they're blessed when they go. My children are going to rise to the top of what God wants them to be. He has prepared a place for them. And he will make that come to fruition for them. And I believe it. And you have to speak that over your family. I am a victor. I will have victory in every area of my life. I speak that now in Jesus' name. He said, whatever you ask the Father in his name, he will do. Anything you ask him in his name, in Jesus' name. You have to say, in Jesus' name, I speak that. And you have to speak it out of your mouth. There's power in your words. It goes out into the atmosphere And the war that you do not see, the unseen, for God says, look at what you don't see. Look at the unseen. He's telling you, look at the spiritual warfare. He's telling you, the angels of heaven are coming. As you speak this, I send the angels to fight the battle for you. But when you're not speaking, the the, Psalm 22 says the bulls of Bashan are surrounding you. The enemy is surrounding you. The enemy, Satan has demons. They're surrounding you. And you wonder what's going on. Something feels ill in my spirit. Something just feels ill in the atmosphere. What is that? It's because it's a spiritual battle. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you don't see Jesus doesn't mean he's not there. There's evidence of the cross. If you need evidence, I mean, there is evidence. There's evidence of Noah's Ark. Um, So, you know, but we don't need evidence. We believe because that's our faith. Our faith shows us to believe. And when we believe like that, like little children, he said, you cannot enter the kingdom of God unless as you come as a little child, because he wants us so innocent. He wants us to just say, Father, whatever, whatever you want, Father, whatever's your will, Father. That's how he wants us to be as those little children, because little children don't question things over and over and over and over. If mommy says she's going to take him to the pool, she takes him to the pool. He believes mommy with all of his heart. We have to believe our father in heaven with all of our heart. He gave us his word. He gave us this book, the bestseller, the bestseller of all time. Go get it. It's the bestseller. You've got to read it. It has power like you've never understood. You know, people will watch movies like Jumanji all day where a game comes to life and they'll believe that. Some people actually believe that. But we won't open this Bible and actually believe that it comes to life. This Bible comes to life. It comes to life every single day for me and my family. Every single day. You would not even imagine how much it comes to life. If you live this word... I can ask the Lord, what are you saying today? And I open it up and it gives me a strategic plan for my husband's job and how he's to go about it and what's coming for him. And I I write it out in a blueprint. It's called a prayer strategy. I write it out and that's what I pray about. 
And I thank God for opening those doors. And I thank him for shutting other doors that he shut. We have to be people of prayer. People, we are people of promise. We are living below our means. God has made us kings and queens. He has given us this earth to take possession of it. He wants us to possess the land. But many of us have not come out of Egypt, that Egypt mentality. Read about it. Read about how the Egyptians, um, you know, were, were enslaving the Hebrews, you know, in bondage. Sometimes we're in bondage. We're prisoners. Even though we're not in an actual prison, a lot of times we're prisoners of our mind, of our own mindset, of our family's history, of generational curses. Oh, my mom did that. My dad did that. Well, you don't have to do that. You can do this. You can serve Christ fully. You can go all the way with this. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be blessed. Guys, this is real. It works if you work it. If you work this word, it works. I promise it works. It has worked insurmountably in my life. It has worked. Be encouraged. Be blessed. Roxanne Rucksack out.